Welcome back. It's Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. Uh, we back at it again. It's a rainy Tuesday. Uh, we pushing through. Got a lot on the, on the docket today. Uh, today, we on our, I feel like I'm about to just say we on our Black Panther right here today. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of issues that need to get covered, need to be talked about, that we kind of haven't had the chance to really address. But, uh, you know, a lot of things going on in the media. One of the things that uh, everybody is aware of the 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 story regarding um, regarding Peyton Manning and him, you know, sitting on the girl's face, you know, putting his uh, scrotum sack on her face and all that stuff, and how the media has been using that. And basically, the dude who wrote about it, Sean King, I actually had to look the dude up because from just looking, like hearing him speak, he sounds like a black dude, and he actually is a black dude. He's he's mixed race. But uh, he's, you know, very fair skinned, light skinned. I mean, I guess in some circles he may come off as white, but I mean, I mean, he got a black barber. So I, I just, I mean, to me, he just, to me, he comes <laughs> off as black. So I, I don't really, it really ain't no dispute there. You know what I'm saying? We got a light, light skinned, fair uh, skinned brothers and sisters, and then we got the dark skin, but you know, all, all face the same struggle uh, in reality. But uh, he has been getting, you know, for the most part, he's been heralded for basically uncovering this news about uh, Peyton Manning that had been like, you know, swept under the rug for so long. And though it had been written about, it just hadn't been publicized to this, this, you know, magnitude, mainly because of just the media, how media has changed in the, you know, in the, in the recent years. You know, you have Twitter, you have all these different things. And. And since that, you know, this story has like reemerged and it's like a big thing. Everybody's talking about it. And, you know, people have interviewed him. He's gone on different interviews uh, with different people. One being Stephen A. Smith. I actually had a chance. To, I got a chance to listen to that interview, which was a very, you know, good interview where he talked about, you know, just his, uh, you know, his reason reasons around actually writing the article where, where he got the information from how we got that that 76 page document or however many page document it was and you know how it just really told the her side of the story because to some degree Peyton kind of told his side of the story from his book that he re-released and put all this information in so he then is asked by Jason Whitlock who, I mean, if you listen to this interview, they kind of had, you can tell they had to some level or some degree, uh, a level of like, you know, interaction in the past where maybe a working relationship or something like that. But uh, Jason Whitlock, bruh, I mean, this really goes out to you because I'm just, I just can't believe or understand why you would be so pessimistic, why you would be so like negative and so like, uh, I can't even think of the words to describe how you were really just like bashing my man for like writing the story or bringing something to light, like almost as if like, you know, he was wrong for doing it. And, you know, you were very condescending on the, on the whole interview thing. And, I, and I'm going to put, I think I, if I haven't put it up on, on the Twitter, you know, at black sports, nine eighty. Um, I'm going to put it up there so people can go back and listen. But I really kind of, in a way, don't even want to feed the foolishness because it's really like, it's like a backhanded attack, you know, at, at a at another black journalist. And so I feel like a white journalist wouldn't attack Sean King to this this degree. And so they send all these black journalists to try to like trip him up or find loopholes in a story or like really shoot at him. And I'm like, 
I'm like, it's obvious. And and I think, you know, from our standpoint, it's just the regular people. We out here working class people. And you got, we're not stupid. Like, we're not, we're not dumb. We can see through the, the funny business. Like, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to be the one to take the shot at Martin Luther King or at Malcolm X. So they get somebody else to, to pull the trigger. You know what I'm saying? That that it will sell out to to do it. And and to me, Jason Whitlock like is a disappointment as, as a journalist. I don't care what his accomplishments are. I mean, he tried to he tried to downgrade my man Shines King resume and talk about him like he was nothing. Try to downgrade Stephen A. Smith because he interviewed with him and try to say he wasn't a sports journalist. Like I just couldn't believe it. Like you're tripping, dog. Like you're tripping. And 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 it hurts me because. We need to stick together. Like we already got the the, the uh, eyes stacked against us, and now here you going to just add to the fight. I, I, I'm doing a whole lot of talking. What what were y'all thoughts on the jump? Uh, anybody? <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I definitely uh, watched uh, the whole thing because uh, initially I just saw like the short the short version. I think it was two versions. Like first clip was about like four minutes, kind of like the end of the, the end of the interview. But it intrigued me, so I had to go back, you know, and listen to the whole thing. Um, in the past, I've actually um, liked uh, some of the things that uh, Jason Whitlock, you know, has uh, talked about. So this this was disappointing because, I mean, he typically, you know, doesn't necessarily go with the crowd. And, you know, he has a, a different kind of perspective that he brings to the table. But listening to this, like I was with you, I was, I was kind of disappointed because, like, he would ask uh, Sean King a question. And then, you know, Sean King would start to speak and he wouldn't even let him speak. And like you said, he would discredit like everything he would he was saying or, or trying to discredit. Like 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 Sean King said, he found him two years ago and he was trying to say he didn't recruit him. Like if a person didn't openly apply for a job and, you know, they weren't checking for what you were doing and you go out of your way to find them, bring them in for an interview, whether you hired them or not, you recruited them. So every person that, you know, uh, like recruiters, like that look for employees, they don't hire every person that they recruit. That's just not what's going to happen. So for him to try to downplay that, I didn't like that at all. And like I said, he kept talking over him and trying to talk about saying he was white. Last time I checked, when people are biracial and black is one of the uh, races that you're mixed with, normally people call you black. Tiger Woods is black and Asian, but no one ever says he's Asian. People call him black. So, and I know plenty of people that look as light as Sean King that are 100% black. So, and like you said, and they have black barbers, they go to black, all of those things that you mentioned. And so, like you said, for him to talk over him, like to try to discredit him, I mean, I, I wasn't a fan of that at all. Um, and to try to downplay the facts that he was bringing to the table, um, to me, it, it was like, you know, he was he was going out of his way, like you said, to bash him, and it was just unnecessary. I mean, it kind of reminds me, I saw an interview not too long ago um, where uh, uh, Michael Eric Dyson was on, I think it was The Breakfast Club, and he was talking about Cornell West. Um, and he was saying, in terms of how Cornell West had talked about Obama, he, he was saying, like, he wasn't a fan of that because you can disagree with some of the policies and some of the things he's done and maybe think that he should have uh, helped out uh, African-Americans more. But, like, the name-calling and, you know, calling him a fool and a coward, like, as another black man in power, that's ridiculous. So anytime we have people that are in the forefront in media um, that are, a minor, like, black minorities, 
Like, to me, like, even if you disagree, you could be respectful in the way you go about it. Everybody's not going to be on the same thing, and that's fine. But you know, shouldn't try to downplay or uh, uh, disregard uh, things that uh, people are bringing to the table, especially when they're facts. He just brought, he brought a story to light that, you know, that document had never been published before. So um, he brought that to light. Uh, it's nothing he did uh, was out of bounds, if you ask me. And and everyone needed to know about it. Uh, yeah, Aaron, go ahead, go ahead. Whoa, whoa. Did you get a chance to check it out? No, I didn't see a lot of it. I only saw bits and pieces of it. But um, I kind of started to lose respect for Jason Whitlock when he was kind of slandering um, Bamani Jones. This was like a few weeks ago. Um, I actually liked, like uh, like Jeff said, you know, some of his work prior to this. But ever since he's left, he's at ESPN. I know something's kind of been off about him, and I'm just disappointed in the route he's chosen to take. I guess with the remainder of his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, this this just Conan one on one. Like this is this is a new type of like it, it's like backdoor racism. It's like okay, if we do it and we're white, it's going to be a problem. So we got to find somebody who can do it, and it all they can say whatever they want. Like they can take the gloves off and just do whatever they want and attack. Somebody, I mean, this is a national story that the guy brought to light. Um, it's gotten a lot of praise and a lot of acclaim. And here you got somebody trying to shoot it down. Like, I, I would expect this from like a Colin Cowherd or somebody like that. But Jason Woodlock, come on, bro. Come on, man. Like, come on. Like, is it really that? Like, I mean, what do you get out of this? Like, to get them on your show and then try to berate them and try to disrespect them and belittle them. Like, what, what do you get from that? Like, are you just sifting for ratings? Or you just want to take a story and just try to, like, elevate yourself? Like, it, it's just not right, you know? It's not right. And, you know, for me, that's it. Like, I'm not checking for Jason Whitlock or any of his stuff. Like, you know, I know I know he writes a lot of different things and stuff like that. But, I mean, this is a... This is a this is a slap in the face of a black community. I mean, didn't it challenge him on his Black Lives Matter and, and his his work within that field and that and that that genre and like you know him you know what he's what he's doing for the community. Jason Woodlock, what are you doing for the community, bro? What are you doing to try to like make up stuff and say he's lying about his money and where it's going? Like I just come on, man, come on, dog, come on, don't do that, don't do that. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah, necessary. Yeah, nah, and like I said, nah, I'm, 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 like I said, spot on with, uh, with, with what you said and, and and what Aaron said, uh, because my thing is, if you listen to Stephen A's interview and you listen to Jason Whitlock's interview, it's night and day. Stephen A sounded like a professional conducting an interview. If you ask a person a question, give them the chance to respond to it before you cut them off. And then he had the nerve to say towards the end of the interview when, um, Sean King started speaking kind of over him. He said, I, you know, I answered, like, give me a chance to finish. And I'm thinking, like, dude, I've been listening to 40 plus minutes of this interview, and all you've done is not let him finish his, his thoughts. And, and you started off by hanging up on him <laughs> to begin the interview. You asked him a question. I'm sure he was going to get there. He wanted to lay out the. You bring a guest. So disrespectful. Give them, yeah, you give them the platform to speak. Well, if you disagree, then say that when it's your time to speak. If you're if you're a radio personality and you're conducting an interview, 
you don't ask a person a question and then when they start to answer it you start speaking over top of them and then like you said on top of that you know belittling them and trying to uh you know discredit him and what he's done like to me that that was definitely the frustrating thing and i, I was like is is he serious right now and then it, as uh aaron mentioned it sounded like it's almost like if you work for espn and you're black he's gonna attack you or he has something negative to say about you Stephen a smith was a journalist for 20 plus years it doesn't matter that he know his personality <laughs> that's what i'm saying you sound stupid you sound ignorant like, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was appalled. I was appalled. Like, I, I just shot. Did you, you got any thoughts deep, Shaq? Y'all want to say something about it? Like, I mean, the, the whole thing with, with Jason Whitlock is he, it wasn't even his show. He's a guest himself. So he's using it as his moment to shine, his moment to stand out, his moment to get his voice heard. So he don't have time for nobody else to talk because he's busy trying to fill the airwaves and also Colin Coward is known for making controversial statements so if you're filling in on his show you want to be able to do the same thing as him and kind of amp it up a little bit but he used his axe to grind against ESPN constantly and he has a, a serious axe to grind against anybody on ESPN as a network and takes it out on the, the, the black journalists that they have there so it's not surprising to me that he's using this time filling in to further try and put himself above the other black journalists trying to say I'm the best one basically or I'm the only one that knows what I'm talking about all you other guys talk stuff that's not true about me talk stuff that's not true about the players I'm the only one I'm the only one and that's kind of the whole persona he gave off the entire time yeah man it's crazy I mean like D, so you you got the context. I mean, I, anything you want want to add to this? Because I'm through with the Batman, Jason Whitlock. If I see the Batman in the streets, he better have his head given. I might swing on the Batman all break for real talk. Because this young, he he had the audacity then to call Beyonce's halftime show a cowardly act, Bruh, What you're doing on your on this show, filling in? Like going, going at Sean King, like, you know what I'm saying? That was cowardly, in my opinion. Disrespecting the man and, and, and shutting the phone off on him. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was cowardly. That, how dare you, dog? How dare you? And I hope this gets out. I hope you hear this. Because you need to know that, like, you give, you give him, this is, is as bad as the Babas in Chicago shooting each other up. In the, in the hoods it's just right, as right. bad when you take another someone who's been able to like build themselves up build their career up as a black individual in a market that's so difficult and tough and then you you get a shot at him and you just try to shoot him to the ground like that's just as worse that's worse to me than you know some some kid in these streets that's just shooting each other in these gangs and stuff it's the same thing right, right. it's just even worse because it's on a higher platform and that we don't really have a, a large voice so to take one of the, the few voices we have and try to shoot it down and discredit like that's just that's cowardly to me that's cowardly to me um my bad young I should drink some uh, hot tea or something right, right. relax myself now we got my blood pressure going um <laughs> Yeah, but, man. Nah, I just I just wanted to add a fi a final thought in there. I mean, like you said, like for me, the discredit, you know, like the campaign from uh, Whitlock was on just from the jump, 
and he had the nerve. Like, if you listen to the interview, uh, while Sean King, you know, kind of tried to uh, bring to like, a couple of the things Jason Whitlock uh, had had done, or you know, got fired for, what have you, it was nowhere near all of the level of you know, basically uh, belittling and, and trying to discredit all what Sean King had done from, you know, saying where did he get $100,000 of his own money from to, uh, you know, they're talking out against you um, with the Black Lives Matter campaign to you were making up these stories and we couldn't find it. And but you didn't ask anybody. You just searched for, for a police story is what it sounded like. So, like, to me, like I said, I, I didn't I didn't even really. I definitely didn't appreciate anything and I didn't understand, you know, where where he was going or what he was trying to do um, or why rather he. But I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, he's on Fox. I mean, typically, like you said, he's filling in for Cowherd. And um, if you're if you're a black and you're on Fox, usually you're going to have that super conservative opinion. And, you know, like I said, it's unfortunate, man. It's just unfortunate. It's crazy. Uh, moving ahead. Speaking of. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, everybody's aware of Beyonce and her, her little demonstration at the at uh, the Super Bowl, and you know her her song formation performance of the song for, for formation, and basically her video that really alludes to you know just the, the struggle and 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 her um, her like homage, paying homage towards the, the Black Panther Party and different things of that nature. Um, has caused an uproar that I have never seen before in my life over over some dance moves and a raised fist. Um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, is this like a real, is this like reality? Because the fact that the police department in New York and Miami talking about they're not going to protect her or whatever, whatever, like, I'm just confused. Like, is that, like, is that a real thing, young? Like, draw it. Like, is, am, am I tripping? Or is this like, like real reality and they talking about like the police not going to protect her I mean I don't think it's going to really matter she can probably buy her own security details she don't really need the police probably but it's unfortunate that you know again and I said this before anytime um, you know us as, as black people we want to bring something you know bring awareness to what's been going on around us for so long, yeah, there's no more slavery, but racism is still here, and it's alive, and it's well, and it's sometimes hidden racism, sometimes it's in your face, and in this case, to me, it's kind of in your face. All she did was talk about, you know, basically what she was saying was how to stop what we're doing, and uh, people took offense to that for whatever reason, because she had on the Afro, and they're just like the Black Panthers. And that offended people. But, you know, when I go down south and I see the Confederate flag, I don't get offended. I mean, that's just what it is, right? I don't I don't see how what she did was offensive at all. Um, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. The people didn't probably know what they were watching until somebody brought it to their attention. They probably love the halftime show. You know, <laughs> finding out what it actually meant. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, they try to do little things like protest. Beyonce, nobody set up for the protest. I don't think it's going to matter. Um, I, I believe her stature, her fame is bigger than what these people are trying to do. Um, so, but that's the world we live in. Anytime as black, as we talk about Black Lives Matter, we're complaining about just bringing awareness to an issue and, and us wanting to have the same equality as uh, 
all races, well, I should say mainly the white race, to have the same equality. That's, that's where the problem is coming from. It becomes an issue. Um, because us having equality is us taking over and trying to basically ruin their lives by complaining about it. Yeah, so it is real. That's so unfortunate, though. Uh, what we what we gonna do, man? It, 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 like we have these prominent artists that are starting to come out. My man Farrakhan, and I don't necessarily agree with everything that Farrakhan says or believes, but but on this note, like he he. You know what I'm saying? He's giving full support to Beyonce. Like, I, you want to say whatever you want to say, and we got your back. You know, if it's pertaining to how we love ourselves and and really, you know, big up ourselves as black people, and, and you know, they'll call us the N-word and, and bees and whores and different things like that. So, like, I'm all for, um, you know, s- s- building oneself up or talking positively about oneself. I'm talking about in the context of, uh, you know, Beyonce basically raising awareness to, to, to just the value of a black life. Um, what, what are your thoughts, Aaron? Uh, Jonathan uh, kind of took my, my my most important point, which is they didn't know they were offended until somebody told them what to be offended about. And it's like, I mean, it, it's just ignorant. And the best thing about it is every day they're dying off. There's less of it, less of it. Every day. That's the truth. And every day that goes by, it's less and less of them. And sooner or later, it'll go away. The other point I want to make is a lot of this stems, stems kind of from Trump and the basically say whatever you want and what is anybody going to do about it. Once he loses this election, I don't want these people to go back and to hide and try to pretend like they weren't all for all this stuff that's getting kind of regurgitated from that little circle of people. I want them all to keep being the same people they are and stop trying to hide and act like you're not racist. Or like, you know what I mean? Like it never happened once Trump was this election. That's all I, that's basically all I think about it. I mean, people, in essence, they're asking us to wear blindfolds, just suck the injustice up and just keep on moving. Like, I mean, you know, and and, and I think I think something that gets missed a lot of times is that, you know, yes, we want to, we just want equality. We just want to be treated the same way as our white counterparts. I mean, like, a white dude go commit a crime, shoot up six people, you know, shoot up a whole movie theater, whatever, whatever. Come out in handcuffs. Obama go get a pack of bubblegum out the uh, out the CVS. Black dude come, they let off fifty shots on the back. Like it's just, it's just, it's just the disparity is just different, and, it, and it's really hard for people to understand. I hope that as awareness continues to be brought to people's attention, that they can start to like look at these, like not with animosity or not with like uh, fear, but just like it is what it is. I mean, Kendrick Lamar, he jumped out there. I mean, that was a a, a very like gutsy performance that he performed at the uh, what was the, the um, what is that? Uh, I want to say the Oscars, but it wasn't the Oscars. It was the Grammys. 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 The Grammys. At, at the Grammys, that that was a that was a bold statement that he made at the Grammys. You know, with the chains and then you know lyrics that were rapped. I mean. I, and you know, you would think that in 2015 that we would be just you know so far from where we were, like you know, in the 1960s. I keep telling people like racism and, and prejudice and those things are just like it's like uh, it's like a house where all the dirt is swept under one rug, and the, and the rug has maggots under it, it has worms, it has dirt, and all like filthiness, gum, old food, all types of stuff just under the rug, and like. Like any dirt that comes seeps outside, like it just swept under the rug. It's like no, the room is clean. Like 
we don't want to lift that rug up because it's so dirty and it's so nasty. We just want to leave the room like it is because it's clean. If you just look at the room with the rug, everything is clean. But it's not. When you lift up that rug, you see that it is nasty. It is filthy. It is dirty. And that makes the whole room dirty. That one little spot under that rug makes the entire room dirty. No matter what you try to do. And until you like address that, the room's going to be dirty. Even if you have something to cover over it. And I think that what we're saying is, is that the rug is starting to get pulled up. Like people are starting to look under the rug and pull the rug up again. And you're starting to see the maggots. It's like, no, it stinks. It's a stench that's coming from there. Nobody wants to look at it or address it. But you're going to have to. It's just it's just going to happen. The people that people are too aware of this of where we are and like there's going to be there's there has to be change that has to take place i don't know how it's going to happen but one thing i know is awareness people being aware of the state of our society the state of our country i mean donald trump is a classic example of the state of our society where he represents a demographic of people who feel that way deep down inside their hearts that's why he, he leading in the poll i mean it's just facts so I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Shaq, you want you want to chime in, Jeff? Um, I, I mean, like I said, like I mean, everyone else has said, I, I don't didn't see the big deal in the performance. I mean, people making a bunch of you know uh, uh, headlines out of nothing, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and then um, you know, just a lot of uh, ignorant people, you know, walking around, which is unfortunate. Um, it's kind of like basically how the political system works and how uh, some of these voters vote. Like they're they're misinformed and they're ignorant to uh, the facts and things that are going on um, to the actual candidate candidate they're voting for. So I mean, to me, just more of that, man. Just ignorance and people making a big deal out of nothing. And so uh, yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate. Yeah. Nah, I can see. Like you said, Nah, I was just going to say because, like, they, it's like you want, you know, black to continue to sit back and, you know, while you kill, you know, black teenagers over nothing and it'd be okay, all good. And so, like, people know that all lives matter. That, that goes without saying. But the reason the whole Black Lives Matter campaign came about is because of the injustices that continue to happen. And they just like like you say, it gets swept under the rug, and and no one thinks anything about it, and and, and that's the thing that's unfortunate. At the very least, you want awareness. Bama's wearing right. breast cancer T-shirts or, or or different things, bringing awareness to issue AIDS T-shirts or different things, bringing awareness to problems that we have in, in our country, so that there can be support given to those things that may be overlooked or not seen. That's all Black Lives Matter is. Like it's just about but awareness. You, but you know what? You know what? It's not the same, though, because those things you just mentioned affect everybody. The Caucasian people in this country don't have to worry about what happens when you're black in America. So it's not the same. The difference, the only reason that Beyonce's performance is so controversial is because she did it on center stage where all of America had to watch and face reality. Had she done it on stage at her concert where her fans and her culture was watching, they wouldn't care. But because everybody's watching and they were forced to look at it, it becomes an issue. 
I'm trying to see what, what happens if Beyonce, like, it ain't like she had her posse with, like, fake toy guns in their hands, like, we about to start a war or something like that. Or, you know, like, it ain't like she had a, uh, a music video, and at the beginning of the video, she had a PSA notice, was like, like, look, everybody need to mobilize up, and we need to stop this injustice. We need to band together, and we need to, like, do it by any means necessary, or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Inciting, like, violence or anything like that. Like, Bama's dancing around, doing two steps, and twirling around, and, and the song is about all this other stuff, and then one part, you know what I'm saying? She's talking about, like, don't shoot, and then, you know, the raised fist jump. Okay, young, like, is it really deserve all this extra? Like, it, I just, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out, like, and, and when I say white people, I'm not talking to like every white person because I know every white person doesn't feel this way. I, I mean, I'm clearly aware of that. Not that short-sighted, but but like the white people who who are in an uproar and their panties are in a bunch, like really think about it. Like, is this what you need to be in an uproar or have your panties in a bunch over? Like, yeah, nah, because it, it it makes them uncomfortable. It makes them uncomfortable. They don't like to feel uncomfortable. Why make me feel comfortable with your reality? It's not my problem. It's your problem. Yeah, well, it's our problem, dog. Because we here. We here. It's our problem. And it's going to be our problem until everybody recognizes that. Because it, it just it just has to get better. It has to get better. Um, switching to... Switching to, uh, the, the, the t- switching to what? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I said, I said, it's like when you watching a horror movie and the joke got you shook, you can't even go to bed. You be like, I'm gonna just watch like a, a couple episodes of mine before I go to sleep. Like that's how we about to switch the topics up in in, in, in this show. Uh, NFL cap space. So the NFL tried to do some funny business, yeah. These Bama's try to hold like a hundred, a hundred million dollars of revenue away from the players. And like cited it in the books under some little alias, some alias, uh, like, uh, what, what was the show? They cited it under, um, yeah, each team about to get like a, a million and a half back to the teams because, uh, NFL was doing that funny business. They tried to take the money and think that the NFL PA wouldn't catch it, but of course they, they caught it, but they mischaracterized um, uh, some of the ticket sales revenue for the last three years. That money that should have been shared with the players. So now that's going back to the, they're probably going to the side of the cap this year. So each of the teams will get a million and a half extra per team. So some of these teams that don't have no bread, this is, this is definitely going to be a boost to them because they struggling. But but there are a few teams out here that do have a lot of money. One, the number one team with the most money is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Spamman's got seventy-three million dollars. Yeah, like, there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, they, they some trash. They, that is true. They are some garbage. But I mean, their, their first round pick last year, Dante Fowler, who do we need to talk about how he was air hockey league over the weekend, like? This dude is. You saw how he, he let his youngins fight and fight there in the elevator? Dude, man, these dudes is wild. These dudes is wild. So, I, for those who don't know, we'll kind of just throw this into to this part. But Dante Fowler, uh, he's a linebacker, right? Outside linebacker, pass rusher. Outside linebacker. 
you know, got drafted last year. So he missed his whole season with knee injury. So he's just been chilling. But his baby moms and, and I guess some one of his side pieces or a girlfriend or something, I guess they they met up with each other. I don't know at his house or something, but if you look at the video, I post the I post the video up, but he just kind of standing there like basically like, oh y'all want y'all about to rent? Oh all right, like okay go ahead, and then he just like basically just stands there while they just swinging on each other, wrestling and tussling and stuff. It's look like something straight out of Jerry Springer for real. For real. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised they're on the next episode. Does Jerry Springer even still Bruh. come on? It does. Still done. Bruh. I'm still still weaving crazy storylines together. <laughs> yeah, nah, yes, he is. That's crazy, dog. This Bama's stealing money. Cause now, I mean, everybody knows it's fake. Everybody knows should know Jerry Springer is fake. I mean, that's common knowledge, right? But people still think that it's real. I might have messed up somebody Christmas. Dang. Yeah, I it, mean, it's like fake. I remember, I remember him seeing an interview like fairly recent with him where. He was saying, um, like, the whole storylines and things of that nature, like, they bring the people on. Of course, they already have issues. But he mm-hmm. says the reactions and stuff are real. That, I mean, that's what he said. But, <laughs> I mean, it's hard when you're <laughs> like, come on, like, come on, man. Come on. You know? Come on, no. Yeah, that Joe, that Joe. Remember the Richard Bay Joe? Richard Bay show? Remember that Joe? That was that that joke. had a sound, sound effect in the background. <laughs> They jump like, making noises and all stuff. Yank come up like, you're busted. Like, just, <laughs> just, 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 jump was off the chains. No, they need to bring that back, young. I, I feel like they should add that to Jerry. But nonetheless, back to our topic. The cap, the Jacksonville Jaguars got the most money. Oakland Raiders, they have 72 million, just roughly. Um, these are just estimates. Um, and then you got the Chicago Bears with 59 million. But then you got the New York Giants with 57 million. D, what you want them to do with that money, man? Y'all got all the money. Don't show us. It's 58. It's 58. Don't show us. We got to do a lot of go stuff. Ahead. I mean, first of all, we need to get a pass. We got to get a pass rush back, you know, back to the 07, 2011 days. Uh, pass rush was terrible last year. I don't know what JVP is going to do with his fingers, you know what I'm saying? Um, you can't do nothing with it. defense. I, I mean, the thing is, it, he still has a potential because of what he did the year before that, before he blew off the hands of the fireworks. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I don't know how much he's going to get paid, but we probably in the, in the draft, we got to go defense, maybe the first two rounds off the break, go, go D-lineman or linebacker or something like that. We got to go secondary. We got plenty of money, man. There's a lot of free agents out there that are good. I'm hoping we sign some good players, not some scrubs or guys that don't fit the system, like three, four DNs or D tackles or three, four linebackers that don't fit our team. You know, but yeah, man, we got we got some moves to make. We six and ten last year, and yeah, um, nah. you know, we got some moves to make. This is the best that we ever been in terms of the cap ever. And I'm going to tell you right now, if Jerry Reese cannot get a team together to make the playoffs, make a playoff push this year, this coming season, he, he needs to get fired because he has his coach, he has a franchise quarterback, he got almost $60 million in cap space, and he has a top 10 draft pick. So there's no excuses. No excuses. If he don't, if he don't do it this year, he got to get fired, man. 
So he 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 gone. You know what if what if it like get like ten and six and they tie with another NFC's team and it like they just didn't get in on the last weekend or something? Does that give him a pass or no? No, that's not acceptable. You gotta you gotta at least make the playoffs. Okay, ten and six ain't All right. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, out of that, you got San Fran. They got fifty-three million. I don't know what the skins got. They probably like in the thirties or something like that. Um, but Robert Griffin the third is still on the roster. What's going to happen with him? Is he going? They going to kick him off the squad or what? They already said they would. They say he's not coming back. I know. I know the uh, GM uh, Bruce Allen was talking about it recently. Yeah. Basically, making it seem like they're going to get somebody for him or whatever, whatever. I don't know, man. They just talking, or is there any legitimacy to that? Get somebody for him. I mean, the, how they gonna get some, get somebody for him? Yeah, he's a free, yeah, he's a free agent. Well, I mean, they talking like I don't know. I mean, look, they ain't cut him yet, so he's still on the roster. So I guess until he get yeah. cut, till he get them scissors. I mean, I guess they yeah. trying to win a deal, but I mean, teams not gonna. I, I don't. I can't foresee a team biting on that bait when they know that they're not gonna keep on the roster anyway. So they just wait. Um, March first coming that it's around. Rumored, go it's ahead. Rumor that he may go to the Broncos. It's rumor he may go to the Broncos. They may. I've been hearing that. Off-ball. You know what I'm saying? It may get Archer three as their future quarterback. I've been hearing that. I've been hearing the murmurings. Do y'all think that's a good fit for him? though? Denver. That's the best one oh, no, for him. You said what? You think it is? That's the same offense he was running with the Shanahan's. The exact yeah. same offense. Because he runs uh, like basically uh, a rendition of Shanahan's offense. Because yeah. he was his own coordinator when he was right. That, exactly. Who you already know the guy. Offense. So you got the defense. The pl- better players than he's ever played with. Man, I don't know, dog. I just, I'm scared. Y'all. That's Denver, dog. A lot of bad stuff happened in Denver, dog. Oh, <laughs> oh no, young! It can't be worse than what happened to my dog. I don't know, dog. It snow a whole lot in Denver, dog. Snow a whole lot. I don't know if he got a coat big enough for Denver, dog. <laughs> I don't know. He might want. He might want to go down Texas, or something, dog. But Dallas yeah. is saying that they don't want him. The offensive coordinator. Uh, Said that he doesn't really want him. The fact that John Elway wants him on the team, he has to go somewhere where somebody wants him. You can't just That's like, true. go showing up because you think you're going to start this year. You can't fall into that trap again, or you'll end up in the same situation you did with Shanahan and uh, Groot. If, if John Elway really wants him, and they have a system that he's already ran, and they have the squad, probably the best defense I've seen since the Ravens in 2000, and then those offensive weapons they have, you have to go there, even if you sit out the next year. Yeah, yeah. Shaq, you want him out Seattle? You want RG3? We give y'all RG3. He can back up Russell. Oh, I guess he don't want that. That means no. Yeah, but dang, y'all hear about uh, you hear about uh, Russell Wilson? Like, uh, Sierra came out and said she can't do this no sex thing. The Jonas tough on her. She didn't say that. She, yeah, she burning with lust, though. No. Oh, oh, no. What that mean? <laughs> yeah, no. what is it? What's that mean, dog? He running out of time? Joe that means somebody about to sex now? 
Alex Trebek's down. <laughs> so, uh, so, so it was so it was it was Russell's uh, idea. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. No, as the priest of the household, this man making it. He said, "Young, not not stroking. Oh no, no lebo action. None of that. You ain't doing it." And now she came out, which is like, it's, it's it's rough, it's tough, and like, on young. Where where you where you where you see this report? It it, it yeah. was a. Uh, I, I had to pull the Joan up, man. I put the Joan up there. I mean, I actually heard it. I didn't read the report. I heard it, it was a rumor. That was on a rumor. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a big so, difference. Yeah, it is, it is, but hey, hey, I ain't under contract with ESPN, I say what I want to say. <laughs> so, nonetheless, we got we got the teams with the money and the teams without money. And the teams without money, that that one of the notable teams, because I think the Ravens would be okay, even though they, they only got five mil. Buffalo Bills, I don't know what they spent their money on. These Bamas got Negative, negative ninety thousand under the cap, and I'm sure like, after they make some cuts, they'll be able to get above the cap. But, but how do you like? I'm trying to figure out what players they got that had them had a money like that. Oh, Mario, 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 William, Williams, Hassan McCoy. They just gave Marcel Darius the highest contract for a defensive tackle of all time. Like, oh, they, they, they got a lot. Of, you know what I'm saying? They got a lot of money tied up in that defense. Oh, and that's a blow when y'all don't even sniff the playoffs, and you got you spend all that money and you ain't even do nothing. Ah, man, tough. But Dallas Cowboys, they on that list too. They only got nine million. I don't know what they every year do. though. And some way, yeah, that's one thing about Jerry. Jerry be making a move, John. This guy would be you be doing David Blaine type moves and just anything to just get on <laughs> the team. Well, that's you like know the they they, 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 they college, but they. They they contest that Steven run the show now though, no? so yeah, that's that's you Steven, Steven his son, son Steven Jones. Yeah. Oh, oh okay okay yeah they they say that uh, he run the show now so oh he run the show yeah I still think I still think Possibly Manziel. But I I still think Possibly doing the doing the veto though. I mean like, I'm he sure still he got probably, a veto in his pocket. I mean, I'm sure, but it's the same thing. It kind of reminds me of the whole Steinbrenner situation. Like, when he was getting up in the age, like, mm. basically, uh, you know, duty. Yeah, to start mm. running it so he, could get a, so he could get accustomed to it, you know? But you know, but you know these older dudes, they don't be trying to give up the power, though. They be trying to hold on. You know, look at Al Davis. That Batman, he couldn't even count to five. And he was still trying to make moves and get players and do all this extra stuff. <laughs> he just needed to just... Just chill out, young, like rest. So, yeah. I mean, Jerry Jones is really hands on, but I guess, I don't know. I mean, it could be a lot, it could be stressful too. You running a franchise, all the ins and outs, and Jerry like the party. So, I, maybe he don't mind like letting his son take over the jump, but, but, uh, <laughs> you know, he's always been hands on for the most part. So, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But, uh, um, last on our docket today, we got the Wizards versus the Pelicans. Anthony Davis the other night went for 59 and 20. Is is this, is he the best up and coming Bama like in the league right now? Like who would you take, Anthony Davis or uh, Demarcus Cousins? That's a tough I'm one. Take, it's a tough one. I think I'm gonna go with uh, Anthony Davis personally. Between those, yeah. Because Cousins, yeah, I mean, still don't skip the playoffs. 
Yeah, man, he don't, young. But and plus, cousins, you gotta, you gotta have like, uh, like he gotta get counseling once a week. Yeah, you need that counseling. on the on the low. He, you know, play play three games, be fine, and then one game, Bama just be throwing cups at the coach, all this crazy type stuff, like no reason. But he'll still get you thirty six and twelve. <laughs> like, like, I mean, you got to deal with Anthony Davis is a, is a, is a beast, you know? but then again, he hasn't even played. Like, I don't, I, I think I heard that he hasn't played more than eighty um, percent of his games in a season. So, I don't know what the percentage of that is, but like, he 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 gets hurt. He gets hurt. I mean, but when he is out there, fifty nine and twenty, that's a hell of a stat line right there. My goodness. I wonder what yeah, he's going to get tonight. He might score 72 tonight on the Wizards. <laughs> we don't got nobody. We don't got nobody. Hey, on that can Who can? Nobody can check him, dog. Are the Wizards <laughs> making the playoffs this year? Are the Wizards making the playoffs? I hope not. At the, as an AFC? Yeah, I, I hope not, too. Like, it's bad to say. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I hope not. Though. Time for change. I don't think so. They're not sniffing the playoffs. No. Right now, the it's Wizards... Still, it's still a chance that they could go, but I, I just I would rather them not make it. <laughs> right, right now, the Wizards are 25 and 29, and they're in the 10th spot. So the Bulls are ahead of the them. Eighth. The Bulls, Chicago, at 29 and 26. So they're like four and a half games behind the Bulls, um, who are not... I mean, the Bulls ain't nobody special right now. And... And the Bulls and the Hornets are tied with the same record, 29 and 26. So that's basically who they're chasing. The Pistons are ahead of us. Dang, we saw it for real. Pistons are ahead of us? It's no They've been sorry for the longest the, 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 the Pistons coming up, though. So, I no, mean, I stop, wouldn't use stop, them man. as a... Nah, I'm, I'm not stopping. No, I, mean, I got I'm, to. I'm I got to. That. Nah, you... No, you, listen, they, listen. They have players, Last year, though, the Pistons... I, mean, I don't know what you're talking no. about. Who, who did they got, Jeff? They besides. Are you kidding me? Uh, uh, they got Drummond. Drummond. Drummond is a beat. Drummond is solid. Reggie, Reggie Jackson's averaging just under twenty. He's averaging three points. Okay, Reggie Jackson. Okay, that's two players. They, 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 Pope is Kyle Pope and consistent, but okay. Tobias Harris. Morris. Morris. They got Tobias Harris. They have players. They just traded for Harris. Yeah, they got Morris. Okay. They got the other brother, like. The Pistons, the Pistons are coming up. Yeah. Look, look, look. All right, man. All right, all right, all right. Look, 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 look at this. Somebody come look at this. We going to watch. Look at this. Somebody come look at this. Pistons been trash. Pistons been trash for the last, like, five and a half seasons. And the fact that they're in front of the Wizards after the Wizards, dog, I don't care what you say. You can say they got players, ballers, up and coming. I don't care. The Wizards went to the second round of the playoffs last year. And now these Bamas are looking like Bill Wizards. That's a problem. That's really well, that's on, not on the Pistons. That's on the yeah. Wizards. That's an indictment exactly. on the Wizards. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear the GM slandering, uh, the GM from the uh, Phoenix Suns slandering Ernie, saying they've been trying to trade him for nine months, and he can't believe a team gave players and a draft pickup, or they would have traded him oh. nine months ago? Oh. Ernie. Oh, Ernie. It was one of the worst trades. Dog, that jump, yeah, it was bad, dog. I, is is which McCall gonna play tonight? Cause I still ain't seen the Batman suit up yet. Did he play the other night? Who? Morris? Yeah, Morris. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he played yeah, the he last played. two games. Yeah. What did he look like? 
out there because I ain't get the, I ain't get a chance to watch it. Did he look serviceable or he? He looked better than that. He's still disgruntled. He didn't get his first bucket the first game till like end of the third quarter, fourth quarter. But oh, he's no. still trying to find his way, like on the team because. The Wizards don't really run offensive plays like that. They basically just John Wall push the ball, the Sessions push the ball, and then get in the half. Is, is the Batman in the starting lineup yet? Is he in the starting lineup? I don't think he started the first two games. Uh, Come on, man. man. You don't trade two, two Batmans in a one to not be yeah, starting, though. But, what you, but you got to realize, Harold, that he, he need to practice with the team a second. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not like you trade. You act like he's trading for, like, you know, I, I don't know, like some top-notch like play out there. Like we, like we got Bledsoe or somebody coming in there out of Phoenix. Like uh, if somebody was of that caliber, yeah, you throw him in. But like Morris, like why are you gonna put him in right away? You haven't even practiced with the team yet, really like that. Because I think the first game after the trade, I don't even think they would have had time to practice. It may be a walkthrough or something like that. And then you know, mm-hmm. the season in general, they don't have a lot of practice time. Like you know, because there's so many games. So um, that's what you gotta uh, take into account. Mm, yeah. Alright man I'm well, I'm gonna look out for the dude See what he can do Still Like I'm not surprised yeah, Ernie oh, When it, Man when, I can't wait until we get a voice though I can't wait until the city Just be Just on our just, Whatever we say dog The Batman gotta go Ernie That Batman gotta go man He gotta go Him Randy Whitman They gotta go It's time It's time it's time. I mean, I, I don't know what they're waiting for, what they're trying to do. Uh, I mean, I guess Ted Leonsis, he only focused on the cast right now because they cooking. But, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Man, any last thoughts, man? Anything you left out today anybody want to say? You like that! You like that! Uh, LA Fitness, uh, earn the night? I still haven't decided yet. Still in the bay. Yeah, it's rain. It's rainy outside, man. It ain't going nowhere. We're right here tomorrow. Yeah, that's we, low. That's low. <laughs> we out. We out. We out in the streets tomorrow. Um, my fans want to come out there and hang with us. Hooters and law. Um, don't bother me though. But uh, <laughs> we be out there. Be out there. <laughs> uh, with that said, please follow us at Black Sports Nine Eighty. Um, and that's all we got. Peace. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak! How does that feel? How does that feel?